What's good, listeners? I'm Chris Collins, your host of The Chris Collins Show. And I'm Marissa Pitts, his trusty sidekick. Thanks for listening to our podcast, and be sure to tune in to The Chris Collins Show live every Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific Time. And follow us on social media and check out our website at chriscollinsshow.com. Peace. Ciao, Bellas. All right, now you know what time it is. This is Just Talking, and we are excited today because our guest that's Skyping on in for, you know, is Tara Campbell. She is the mayor of your Belinda, and believe it or not, guys, she's 25 years old, and she's the youngest female ever in the entire United States. Tara Campbell, how you doing? Good. How are you, Chris? I'm fabulous. You know, I'm always having a good day when I'm in the studio. This is always what I look forward to every week, and just to have you on the show alone is like, it's a huge milestone for us, and I'm yes, so thankful for you to actually Skype on in and, uh, and spread your message out because I think what, what you're doing at such a young age is something powerful and something I don't see very often in us millennials. So my biggest thing with you is it's like, why did you get running in the first place for you know mayor of your Belinda? Yeah, I did not think that I was going to be doing politics or government at all. I actually went to USC to be a sports journalist. That's what oh. I thought I was going to do. Uh, I was a big sports fan, traveled with the football team. But, you know, I thought I can't just stick with sports. I better broaden my journalism experience. And so I was going to go intern for C-SPAN in Washington, D.C., oh. get a different experience. And that internship actually fell through. Oh, no. And I ended oh. up working for a bipartisan nonprofit in D.C., was trying to get members of Congress to work together, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> Good luck with that one. <laughs> I know, right? And the government shut down. So I thought I was doing all this good work. And then the government shut down in 2013, and this was over healthcare. Mm. And then I came back to my hometown of Yorba Linda and realized that that same gridlock in D.C. can happen on the local level, too. And yeah. so I decided if you want to be, if you want to see a change, you need to be part of that change. And so I started getting involved in my community and giving back. And somehow I'm mayor now. But it's been a really great experience to be able to give back to my hometown. That's but, so great. but I think that's such a cool point because like we were kind of touching upon it just on the hashtag TLDR and it's like you don't just quit. It's always a new beginning. Right. And you would think with C-SPAN yeah. kind of just getting involved with the whole politics and, you know, and I, I, you know, it, things falling through. But, you, you know, you just kept doing your own thing, which is really cool. And I think at a young age, sometimes we still don't know what we want. But I do believe right. with the sports journalism, I think it has made you such a confident person in your own self and to be able to, you know, deliver the message that you want to bring to politics. And, and but my biggest thing is, it's like, I know with you, you know, public service, you know, it's, you know, was what government was founded on. And is that still the case today? Yeah, it definitely is service oriented. Um, mayor is not a full time job. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I actually I have, have a full time job beyond this. I'm surprised um, about and that. So it is really about public service, serving your community, because it's it's not paying my bills. So it really is wanting to make a difference in my community and see positive uh, leadership. Yeah, and so that that's what got me involved. And I think that's a good point. And I and my biggest thing is it's like you know. Like when you're thinking about politics, most 25 year olds are not thinking about running for mayor. So, like, was there like any inspiration, or was like somebody like chirping in your ear, like, "You got to do this. We need you, Tara. Tara. Like, we need you now." Like, who? Like, was there any anybody that was that? There was, was a. Yeah. There was a lot of people who were very supportive and encouraging. You know, in my hometown, we actually have had a number of potential recalls. 
Uh-oh. We've actually had about eight potential recalls in the recent past. Um, and that's my city is a great city. Yeah. Um, it was sad to be seeing that happen. And I think because politics got so ugly on a local level, it deterred a lot of good people from running and putting themselves out there. And so a lot of people encouraged me to run to hopefully um, be that voice to, to change that. And, and I would basically say it's like, because if you can try to help me out, because I'm not so, like, I, I feel like a lot of us millennials were so involved on the whole, like, national level of yeah. politics, but, like, on a city level base, how has mm. it became so ugly, you know, and what from just your experience of your Belinda, because I know you can't speak for every city in the United States, right. but right. just an example, how, like, what was some of the things that you had to deal with jumping into the role as mayor in your Belinda? Yeah, I think a lot of us focus on national politics and it's very divisive. And I think everyone has a great disdain for it. Uh, I jokingly say I grew up with my dad yelling at the politicians on the TV. Oh, it's still happening. <laughs> I, I was like, that's not, he's not unique. Everyone's doing that. And yeah. t- to this day. And if you think about on the local level, the local level is really the things that are impacting your day-to-day life. It's yeah. your police officers. It's your firefighters. It's paving your roads so that pothole on your street. It's your local park. And so the local level is really where you're also able to get things done. There's five council members, whereas on the national level, you're dealing with hundreds of members of Congress yeah. and hundred mm. members of the uh, U.S. Senate. And so it's it's probably harder to get those people to agree yeah. on something. But on the local level, you have five council members you can really get stuff done and really make a, a tangible difference. I just have a, uh, a question on that, talking about the local level. I live in Alhambra, and one of the things that frustrates me is I don't realize they're having voting um, until usually like the day or two before because nothing yeah. is advertised, no mailing. Um, in your Belinda, are you actually um, promoting that more for your city so that the, the, your constituents of your Belinda can actually know when something is coming up, um, when, when they can go vote, stuff like that, because that's one of my pet peeves of my city. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, the national level, to run for Congress in the state of California it needs multi-million dollars. And so right. on the city council level, you're, you're running still. It takes a really large amount of money to, to run for office, even on the local level, uh, tens of thousands of dollars but they don't have the same amount of money that maybe a U.S. Congress uh, person has to mm-hmm. get their message out and to encourage people to vote. But you're absolutely right. You're still voting. When you're voting for president, you're all the way down. You're voting for your city council member. Yeah. And those people are very impactful on yes. your day-to-day life. But a big thing that I uh, encouraged was to make sure we were all on our social media platforms. My city yeah. didn't have any social media prior to me getting on council. And that's where people are going to get their news. That's where people... I mean, not just us, uh, my generation, or millennials, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 68% of adults get their news from social media. And so we better be where people are getting their news. But that's also to, to stay up to date. Hey, we're going to be talking about, um, you know, public safety this meeting. Come out and share your, your thoughts on it. Um, trying to go where people are getting their news. I think that's such a great point, I mean, because you did touch upon social media. And I always have the joke, I know Marissa and I were talking about it this week, and I, and I noticed that about you, that it was like a big deal in your Belinda that they finally started a social media for their own city. And I was like, do we? Do you follow okay. your own city? Because I don't follow the city of Claremont. Like, the Al- only thing no, I follow... Al- Alhambra does not have one, because oh. I looked... Right. They don't. They actually don't have one. Um, it's always a police department, right? No, or the my, fire department. Our, our, <laughs> so, our social news is on a banner. But I checked oh. out. Um, I now follow your Belinda and I oh. was checking it out and I was so impressed. You released a video. I think it was yesterday or the day before of showing um, how 
um, your constituents can actually go online and access one of the social media sites you set up. And I thought oh, that was really unique because it was it walked me through the process because you had a video about that and I have to say kudos and I wish my city would do that please come to Alhambra <laughs> yeah no I think it's well maybe good... send them a link and say hey you guys should do something like this that's a oh, good point yes. you can learn yeah. from some young people sometimes okay it doesn't always I have to be these initiative. old farts okay <laughs> but you know you you keep touching upon this and I know one of the biggest things on your platform you really advocated for public safety and I think that's really cool because a lot of the times you know when we start thinking about public safety sometimes it's always like safe spaces on campus and it's not always about that so could you elaborate on what you were trying to go for for the city or your belinda when it comes to public safety yeah so i i ran two years ago and now proud to say a recent uh press release by safe home named your belinda the safest city in the state of california so Ooh. my job is to make sure we stay there right yeah <laughs> i might we be moving to, to your belinda <laughs> Um, because without, I think that's the first and foremost, the role of government is to keep us safe. Yeah. And so, uh, right now in the state of California, Sacramento is really experimenting with our criminal justice system. Yeah. And when they, when they change the criminal justice system, that really impacts our neighborhoods. Um, you know, when we talk about prison realignment or, um, decriminalizing of some laws, one thing I brought to our city recently was the uh, Reducing Crime and Keeping California Safe Act, because after some recent changes in California state law, some of these crimes are deemed nonviolent, and that means these criminals are eligible for early release. So yeah. some of those crimes are uh, rape of an unconscious person, oh, sex trafficking yeah. of a child. And so we're my, I brought it to our council, and we unanimously supported this initiative to hopefully reclassify these crimes as nonviolent, because... This is what things that yeah. impact our, our neighborhoods and, and crime in our city. Yeah, and it sounds like common sense. I mean, that's just right. so, that's so crazy <laughs> to even think that there, there has to even be a discussion on the local level, right? I mean, like, isn't that I, – I, if I was mayor, I'd be like, are we really talking about this? This is 2019. Right. Like, this yeah. is yeah. – it's just such common sense stuff. And I think that's what's so great that what you're doing over there. And it's like – how many more recognitions? I mean, you're doing so many big things right now, and I think it's great. And one of the things I thought was so groovy about you, you know, you're so young, but you always are giving back to the community. And you do two different things, which I thought was so great, you know, because you created an internship program to prepare college students, you know, for their careers in city politics. And you also, for high schoolers, so if we got high schools out there listening for the Chris Collins Show, you have an opportunity to, uh, to join the Young City Academy for high schoolers. And that is just a, a such an incredible thing. So if you can explain to the listeners kind of what that's all about and how to get yeah. involved. Yeah. So I created the Young Civic Leaders Academy because kind of like I mentioned, I grew up um, and I think a lot of us did with this kind of disdain for, for government. And I didn't want our next generation to grow up with that same feeling. And so yeah. I wanted to provide a positive, nonpartisan, hands-on experience for our next generation. And so we created the Young Civic Leaders Academy for high schoolers. And it's a six-week program going over every different aspect of city government and showing them how they can make a difference now. I think wow. something that I've really tried to show, share with people is you don't need to wait to you're a little older in life yeah. to give back to your community and let your voice be heard. And so 
that's why I started that. And then also for our college students, some internships to expose them to different uh, kinds of careers, because even in city government, you have engineering, you yeah. have you know public works, you have a lot of different career paths that I think um, it'd be great for them to be exposed to as they try to figure out what they want to do in their career. No, it's so true. And like, I always tease our generation all the time because I always say they're a bunch of anti-vist and when I mean by anti-vist it's all we do is it's like we're smacking on our heart che- hot Cheetos on our keypads we always want to be <laughs> social justice warriors and be like yeah let's do this or let's just like share a meme and like yeah. does that actually really do anything I'm always just like a lot of the times I just dread going on Facebook anymore and I'm always going on Twitter because I always feel like some of the sarcasm still here around in this world and we don't have to be so serious and, and I have the question I want to kind of jump back on the internship program yeah um, so any college, like say at um, CSULB here or LA, can they can um, apply for the internship or like what is that more about how like to get the college students into it? Yeah, well, and I I hopefully want to encourage them in getting involved in their area too. Their um, whether whatever their career path is there probably is something that they could find. Even for us, we have communications too. We have all those different aspects, they can absolutely apply it. The closest one to your Belinda is Cal State Fullerton. Gotcha. And so we do have a lot of Cal State Fullerton students who, who apply. Um, and it's really giving them that exposure to see if that's something that they want to do and giving them more options. And they find that on the, like, the website? On the city website, the, yes. City website, okay, on cool. CA.gov. Yes, I that, like it. If I, I think, was still in college, I would be like jumping on this internship. No, I think <laughs> it's, it's a totally cool thing. You might get my contacts real soon because I still I think, need an internship. I think Chrissy's an internship. <laughs> he, you might need to go to your Belinda. It's so true. But guys, <laughs> I just want to tell you guys, just stick around. We still got Tara Campbell. She is the youngest female mayor ever in the United States. And it's so groovy that she's Skyping on in. So stick around after this commercial break. It's so true, and I just want to remind all the listeners, you are listening to The Chris College Show, and we got Tara Campbell. She's the youngest female ever. She's 25 years old, and she's the, the youngest in the whole entire United States. I know, is so excited. incredible. And this has always been a fun question I wanted to ask you because, you know, sometimes I can be a little naive when I start thinking about mayor, and sometimes I would think that you can live off that budget of being mayor, but... This is your part-time gig, and you actually have a full-time job that you actually got to do while also hustling on the side, being the mayor of your Belinda. So how is that experience like being 25 years old still doing your thing? Yeah. Um, yeah, not a lot of people know that mayor uh, for most cities is not a full-time job. And the cool thing about that is that means you get five council members who have different backgrounds that they're bringing to the table when it's decision-making. So um, it's a really cool thing. But being mayor only pays for my city four hundred dollars a month. Um, you you know some when I so the little kids that they're like oh my gosh and then it's like yeah. us adults know that doesn't get very far. No, uh, so that's like I probably spent that in a week. That's two Starbucks lattes. <laughs> yeah, and we were just talking about how like kids spend sixty dollars a, a a week on beer alone you know that's insane you know, so. that's tara's beer fund yeah yeah, yeah that's tara. <laughs> but no i think i think that's so cool and basically like i know you love to go out to the community especially on your weekends and i just thought it was so funny when i was reading these articles that you just love to go out to little league events or just like aso soccer and just supporting the community and i've never really known a mayor to actually do that so it's Neither like are you campaigning to do something even bigger than mayor <laughs> I've only been mayor five months now, so Chris, give me some, give me some time. 
I, I'm loving, I'm loving being mayor of, of my hometown because I'm able to give back to really the community that's raised me, yeah. you know, so it's just been the biggest blessing. Yeah, no, I think it's so true. And then like, just how you, you, how you speak, you just sound so mature. And it's like, I would, <laughs> you would, I would be fooled. I would think you just, you've been doing this for so long. And I think uh, your Belinda is so grateful to have you, you know, oh, especially get you. that younger voice in. And I have to admit, I mean, when you're talking about, I know you're, you're focusing on the mayor now, but I was just telling Danny Lemos um, and Charlie earlier, I can see in your future a, a, a governor of California. Yes. I see president. I mean, I really... <laughs> It just, I think, and, I, and the reason why it's not just because you're female, um, but it's also it is because you are engaging the youth. Yes. You are looking at bipartisan way. Me as an independent, yep. that's actually like a really big thing for me. Is I want to know what's your stance on issues. How are you going to help the community right. I live in, and then also right. socially and the way you're able. I, I've read um, all the interviews you're doing. I've, I've completely stalked you online <laughs> to be ready for this. And I have to say, I am I, I am impressed as a voter um, about how you come across on ideas and really listen to your constituents. And I think that is where we're missing in politics. Yes. I'm missing the listening, not just playing the sides. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I see some big things for you, Tara. I do. Yeah. <laughs> no, Thank I, you. No, I really do. And like one of the things that I thought was so cool about one of the things that you campaigned on being mayor is like basically combating, you know, uh, the whole the idea, you know, this homelessness community. Because a lot of the times, you know, when I think about the homelessness and why aren't we helping them out it's it's like i always have this sad belief that it's like there's no money in it so nobody wants to help the homelessness and one of the biggest examples that always made me feel terrible inside was like basically last year outside angel stadium for example you know they used to have that tent city all completely out there and for like six months people would be wondering what is going on over there and the only way they fixed that was bring a bunch of sand and dump it all over where the tent city was mm. and no one knows exactly where these people relocated and my biggest thing is it's like can you explain your message on how you're trying to help out the homelessness community even on your in your city yeah well homelessness i think is definitely at a crisis point not just in uh southern california but across the nation i totally. think a lot of cities are going through um a lot of a spike in homelessness. Yeah. And so it's also probably the most complex issue I think of our time because yeah. it's not a one size fits all. Every person has a different story about how they got to be homeless and then everyone's going to have a different story about how they got out of homeless homelessness. Yeah. Um, for your Belinda, I'm really proud because we are one of our 13 North Orange County cities that has come together to fund and operate shelter space uh, for our homeless. It's hard to get five council members to agree on something. Sure. Nothing about 13 different cities. We're all coming together agreeing that we need to do something about this uh, and that we're going to – your Belinda doesn't have as big of a homeless population as, say, um, our, our neighbor Anaheim. Yeah, um, but yeah. we know that we need to come together because it's a regional issue. And uh, this is how we're going to help people get a helping hand up. But also we have a federal um, judge who's saying you can't enforce your anti-camping laws unless you have shelter space to go to. So a homeless oh. person could camp out in front of your library or in your parks, oh. and we can't tell them they can't stay there unless we have a shelter bed for them to go to. And oh. so it's it's twofold. It's maintaining you know uh, public space and public safety, but also providing these people with a helping hand up so that they can be back on a road to self-sufficiency. And I think that's yeah. the key, especially the helping hand up. I mean, one of the you – know, this is one of the issues I was talking with Chris about that really hits home for me. You know, I have a young daughter – 
Mm-hmm. Uh, my brothers have young girls too, and we're lo- you know I'm looking at a place to buy. I live mm-hmm. actually in Alhambra, and my um, brother lives in Long Beach. But the homeless population is not so much the helping up from the homeless, but there's also that mental health. Where I mean, I have homeless people that are throwing rocks at my neighbor's house, and I I had to call unfortunately the police on a homeless woman because she was attacking my husband with an umbrella. It's a little funny, <laughs> but not funny in the sense. It's yeah, four thirty yeah. in the morning, and he's just walking for a coffee, yeah. and yeah. she's. I mean, they're out of their mind as far as the psychosis. Um, and I know for the shelter that you got that you're setting up for your Belinda, that is great for people who need that helping hand up. But also, are you looking at a platform for the homeless that have the mental health issue? You're absolutely right that a number of our homeless population have mental illness. And so proud to say we have another neighboring city, Orange, that is building the first mental health facility in our county. Um, and it's going to be open to it's it's pair agnostic, meaning anyone is going to be able to be served there. Mental health is something that we need to destigmatize yes. so that people feel like they can go get help. Um, but you're yeah. absolutely right. I think that's exactly why homelessness is so complex of an issue because some are dealing with mental illness. Some are dealing with substance abuse. Um, and so there's a a wide, uh, array of issues that we have to address. And I think that's such a great point. Man, this whole time just went by (laughs) so fast, but Tara Campbell, thank you so much for Skyping in and like, we got to get you in at 22 West radio one of these days and bring you back in the studio. But I just want to remind all the listeners, this is Tara Campbell. She's the mayor of your Belinda and believe it or not, she is the youngest female ever in the United States. And she's 25 years old. You're such a rock star. Keep doing your thing. And like, (laughs) I bless your heart, girl. I mean, you're amazing. Thank you. You Thank you. I'll talk to you guys soon. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.